Hello, welcome to Anton Knows. This is episode 78. We're continuing our voyages with Star Trek, and this time with Star Trek The Next Generation. Next Generation is a bit controversial when you talk about it with Star Trek fans. Some people love The Next Generation, say that The Next Generation is probably their favorite version of Star Trek. Because you got to remember, different generations are to different people. When they first announced they were going to do Next Generation, I remember I went to a creation convention. Remember that? And they said, hey, we're going to bring back Star Trek to television, and it's going to have an all-new crew and all this, and everybody kind of went, eh. But they were a little bit reensive. It was the most expensive pilot ever made. And then when finally it aired, everybody went to uh, watch it. It had big, big ratings. And they did something that was unprecedented at the time. They bypassed the network and went right to uh, syndication where Star Trek was popular, where they would show old uh, reruns of the original show. So off, uh, off they went. As the, the television show continued and was at towards the end, they decided that they were going to not make another season. They were going to make movies. So they made a contract with Paramount to do three uh, big Star Trek movies. And it also gave a chance to uh, uh, the fellow that plays William Riker a chance to direct, too, which was a little bit uh, different. Jonathan Frags. So why not? So they uh, they did that. Now let's just talk about the Borg briefly before we come up with the best of the Star Trek Next Generation movies. Uh, the Borg are, are basically like the Cybermen from Doctor Who who are like, you know, they want everybody to be like them and basically they have like a bee society where everybody just obeys and uh, obeys their function and that's basically... Uh, it. So, when they first are introduced, they're a real straight up, really scary bad guy, somebody that Picard couldn't really negotiate with. When they came back in probably one of their best episodes called The Best of Both Worlds, it was a big, undisputed two parter. And then they came back in another episode called I Am Borg with this fellow called the Hugh, who they eventually kind of made more human. The next they came back in another episode called Dissension, where Hugh, uh, the twin brother of uh, Data, has taken over the Borg and has now given them emotions that they never thought they would have before. So there you go. And so when this movie came around, uh, Picard is still sort of feeling guilty about what had happened to him. In the best of both worlds, he was captured and turned into a Borg himself called Lacutus. And Lacutus basically even turned against the Enterprise and his friends and tried to destroy the Federation in this big battle called Wolf 571. So when this movie starts... Uh, he wants uh, to uh, fight uh, against the Borg at all costs. Now, a new villain is introduced, a villain called the Borg Queen, and she eventually captures Picard and Data, while the rest of the group, had the, everybody goes back in time because the Borg's plan is to stop the Federation from even being 
turn everybody in the humanity into Borgs before they have a chance to even go into space. So they run into Seferin Cochran, and that's the, the character who was in an episode called uh, The Metamorphosis, right? He was this guy who was a, uh, an incredible genius who invents the warp drive. Uh, in this film, he uh, is played... Uh, by James Conwell. Now, James Conwell, really famous actor. Uh, that'll do, Pig. Yes, more more kids will probably recognize him for his uh, representation in Babe. And Babe, Pig in the City. He was in a bunch of other films, too. And he was a, he's a really, really great uh, actor. Academy Award winner and an Academy, several Academy Award nominees. So, Jonathan Briggs just directs this movie. So, half the guys, Data and Picard, deal with the Borg Queen and the Borg, and uh, uh, Riker, and uh, uh, Jordy Beforge, and Worf, and they have to find a way to get the uh, the ship, the experimental ship that Saffron Cochran is working on, so they can make first contact with the Vulcans and eventually start the beginnings of the Federation. So the experiment has to be completed or there's no future to go back to. Okay, so that's exactly what they do. And while the bad uh, what the bad guys are eventually dealt with, the Borg Queen is eventually defeated. She does make another appearance on the Picard TV show, if everybody's chiming in to say, doesn't she make an appearance in that show? And they go, yes, she does. First Contact is... Uh, Really good film. It's probably the best in the Next Generation movies. I remember seeing a review saying the best Trek ever. Uh, I wrote a review for it, and that was way back in the day when I sort of had, was going on in three different newspapers. So I was on in the Amboy Beacon. I was in the um, a small little newsletter for a comic book store, and I was in. Uh, the uh, Quo Vadis, uh, the other the other newspaper. So same article, just three different papers. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, and then more or less they used the uh, same uh, headline. Okay, so it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. It's probably the best of the next generation movies. Okay, uh, next is Insurrection. It was in 1998, uh, and it was it was pretty good. But this was a leftover uh, script that was leftover from Next Generation. Jonathan Friggs takes the director's chair again, and this time we do two plots. Okay, the two plots are, are Picard and the rest of the Enterprise crew go to this planet. Now, they actually have to turn against the Federation because the Federation has leaned up with these aliens that have, like, these, like, they're radiated, scarred uh, mutants, and they, they, like, stretch their skin with these uh, devices. So uh, another notable uh, actor of merit that's in this uh, is uh, he... Uh, He's an, uh, an actor who was in a bunch of TV shows. 
uh, Anthony Zeron. He was in that, he was in uh, the Young Riders. He was in a lot of TV, uh, a lot of movies. He's in the original Mega Man. He's in a lot of really really famous uh, movies. So this, this so while the uh, part of the Enterprise led by Picard, he finds out that if they if the uh, these aliens what what they usually do is they transport them. They basically beam them aboard the Enterprise, put them in the holodeck, and makes it seem like they're still on their home planet, and then they take them to another planet, and everything is great. But the problem is, if they leave this planet, the gases and the uh, air and the food and the water uh, make keeps them young. So they, they'll die if they leave this planet. So they have to, have to turn against the Federation to stop them. So this admiral, he brings a uh, Starfleet uh, ship, and these aliens decide, well, we're going to commandeer the ship. We're going to overthrow this admiral, and they kill him, and they decide they're going to attack the Enterprise. So the Enterprise, this time led by Riker, Riker and uh, and uh, well, Jordy and a few others are aboard the Enterprise, and they have to fight us. So there's this bad part of space called the Briar Patch. As uh, Riker says, let's use the Briar Patch just like Br'er Rabbit did. And they fight them off and so forth. Very similar to a lot of other things, but it's, it's pretty good. It's got some good elements to it that make Star Trek uh, really uh, fun to watch, too. Uh, what makes Star Trek great is good characters and good special effects. And, and there's some good effects in this one, and, and that's it. Uh, both these movies I saw in the movies, not not on DVD. You know that as time went along, that's what you used to do. Was you know, you either waited for it to come out on DVD or video. Yes, video was still around at that point, or you uh, waited for it to um, come on TV like cable television. But TV was changing. Okay, and that. And this is what uh, led to a lot what the... Uh, it's not a bad movie, but if you love The Next Generation, you you would really like this. So, I remember when this movie came out, the last movie that they did, called Star Trek Nemesis, and it came out in 2002. Now, there was a documentary film called Trekkies, and they were talking about this movie when uh, at the end of the documentary that they were still going to make one more Next Generation film and uh, they were couldn't wait, this uh, Star Trek community, the love the Next Generation, couldn't wait because they were going to uh, do this. So, uh, what's, be- what's wrong with this movie? A lot. Okay, the plot is pretty interesting, but it's a very uh, complicated Jonathan uh, Fries does not direct this. Another director does it. So this is uh, Romulans and Remans. The Romulans, we know who they are. They're this devious group of aliens. They use stealth a lot, use a lot of tricks to try to, to conquer their enemies. And they have a prison planet called Remus. Sound from, yeah, Romulan Remus. Get it? 
Now, the Remans are like slaves, and they are like radiated scarred. They kind of look like orcs in a way, and they have telepathic abilities that they've developed, and they can attack others, even from well, from fast distances. They do that to Riker and to, uh, to uh, Diana Troy. So the bad guys, uh, this one guy, he's a clone of Picard. They were the Remans turned against the Roman government because they were going to use this guy to conquer the Federation. But he decides that he's going to do this on his own and he's going to attack Earth. So the Enterprise is on its way to Beta Z to marry uh, Riker and Diana. They've already got married on Earth. They're going to go get married there. And while they're going there, there's this, this mission comes up. So now... Everything is, uh, uh, so the bad guys have stolen this experimental ship called Nemesis. And it can fire while it's cloaked. Sound familiar? And then it also, there's a giant battle in a nebula. Sound familiar? And there's, like, uh, dueling personalities. Sound familiar? And also, Data finds a copy of himself called Before. And at the end, he makes the ultimate sacrifice to save uh, the Enterprise and stop the, the nemesis. Sound familiar? Am I repeating myself? I think so. Because basically, that's what's going on here. It's, it's beat for beat a copy of Wrath of Khan. Now, is that... It's an okay movie. If you love Star Trek, you would like it. The special effects aren't that good. They use they reuse a lot of stuff. What can you do? It could it could have been better. It could have been all right, but it was on their way out. I remember there were no advertisements for this movie. There were no. Uh, they just put it out in theaters saying, "Oh, it's coming out Friday," and that was it. They barely did any promotion for it, as I remember. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So we've gone through all the Star Trek, the original Star Trek movies, and the Next Generation movies. What's your thoughts on Next Generation? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you think it's great? Do you think it's not as good as the original? Do you love the original ones and not love the Next Generation? Do you love only the Next Generation? That depends on what you think. Next time on Anton Knows, we will we will dure into probably the deepest part of Star Trek space, the J.J. Abrams movies, which was Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond. That's next time on Anton Knows. We'll see you then. Live long and prosper.